mastering your emotions so you can be a safe space for the feminine mm, is yes. actually to me the art of masculinity so i would think it means two things to me one it's always like in the eye of the beholder so realize that it's okay to have a different view than somebody else two it's always being created and recreated uh i i think it means an openness to growth an openness to learning an openness to looking at what is masculinity in me and having curiosity about what parts are serving me and what parts maybe aren't serving me so well anymore. And so the art of masculinity is truly that. If you can master being a lion and a lamb, you've mastered masculinity. The art of masculinity to me means knowing how to gracefully dance between both the feminine flow and the structure of the masculine. This is The Art of Masculinity with your host, Johnny Elsasser. All right, everyone, welcome back to The Art of Masculinity. Today's episode, I want to talk about how to really improve um, your sex life. And we've had numerous guests on here who have lent a lot of in-depth conversations on how to improve your sex life from many different angles. And there is a uh, pervading theme, I'd like to say, out there where people want to write about how to improve men's sex life or just sex life in general and relationships, yet none of what they're giving anybody is uh, substantive. It's all very superficial bullshit that is not really tied to what the root cause of a better sex life is. And so I want to talk about this a little bit because number one, I've actually, you know, put myself in positions to not only learn from some people that are experts in this field, but I've put myself in positions where I've been in environments where you're challenged with your partner to improve communication to then improve your sex life in a very, very open and vulnerable forum where there's a lot of people around. And that makes it very much more intense than somebody trying to write how to improve your sex life. And chances are their sex life is probably average or just like the normal uh, everyday sex life. And they've never actually put themselves in an environment that challenges them to really stretch what that means to improve your sex life, to really get open and vulnerable with their partner while they're also in front of other people and then being open and vulnerable with themselves. And so there's so many different layers to this. So for someone to write and say, oh, improve your sex life, yeah, if they can give you the superficial bullshit about how to improve your sex life, it's it's great because we all pretty much know it. Um, it's easy to, to post something about it and it's easy to get people to latch on. But if we're really trying to make a difference in people's sex lives, which I hope that the people that are writing about this really are, um, you, you got to go much deeper than that. And, and it's not a one size fits all as far as like, you can get really deep connected sex uh, and better relationships just from doing these superficial bullshit. So I want to dive into this a little bit and tackle maybe some of the underlying layers of it that are what I see and what I've experienced, not only through my own personal experience, but what I've experienced through the people that I've interviewed on this show. And we've talked about this stuff. 
I want to go a, a layer actually deeper and not just give the superficial answers so that people are sitting there being like, oh yeah, like, cool. I, I heard this again. And, and, oh, I, I know this stuff. And like, I'm going to gravitate towards it and read the article and then realize that it's a bullshit article. Um, so let's go a little deeper. Sorry. You can tell it's pet peeve. I got to work on it. See guys, even us people who are quote unquote in the self-development world have our own bullshit to work on, but I get the mic. So I get to talk about it. So it's a lot of fun. Um, but let's talk about this. So what are we talking about when we improving and about improving sex life? Well, there are certain things that can improve sex life. Yes. And no, that are very superficial, right? So let's talk about one body image. Body image is a big one, right? This is a big one for, for people. Is it though? Is it really? Because there are a lot of women out there who are sexually attractive physically and with a guy who is not of a, you know, top dog physique stature. And this is a common theme out there. So when we talk about that stuff, it's like, okay, is that a actual common theme? Is that a prevailing theme? Or is that something that you prefer and you want other guys to have, right? And so thinking about that, and I'm a, you guys know me, if you follow me, you know that fitness is a big part of my life and it's something that I truly love. But when someone tells me that's how you fix your sex life or one of the key ingredients to fixing your sex life, well, I don't know that that actually is true. How about this? Let's replace that with how about open, healthy communication? That's probably a very good one. Like, hey, I would like to have sex or, hey, I think we need to have more sex. How can we get there? Or, hey, what are the things that turn you on? What are the things that I can do better that make you sexually attracted? How about we start with open communication and stop trying to play the fucking guessing game and put down the stupid generic fucking answers and say, oh yeah, that's going to be the ticket. Because as we can prove, and I think it's probably more often than not, you can pretty much show that that is not a prevailing thing of having to be in shape and what is quote unquote in shape, right? It's very subjective. Even guys that say get in shape, they aren't in nearly as good a shape as me or other people yet. They're telling you to get in fucking shape. So just remember guys, this is all with a grain of salt, but I can give you one prevailing theme that actually is true. That goes constant for every relationship and that's fucking communication. So if you're not communicating your needs, your desires, asking for their needs, their desires, asking for what turns them on, asking for actual real healthy in tune communication, well then you're missing a big piece. We're not fucking troglodytes doing grunts and groans. We have the ability to converse and communicate so use your words, use your thoughts, use your, yes, guys, emotions and feelings to help you with the communication. And when you have open communication, I guarantee you, if you have a better line of communication, you're going to be more attractive to that woman than just going and trying to get in shape and not, and then having shitty communication. I can almost guarantee your sex life is going to be much better when she sees you actually listening to her needs, listening to her desires, listening to her in general and holding space. And also guess what? Guess what women tend to think is very sexy when you actually tell them the answers as well. They love to get the answers from you. They love to see a guy who's confident in himself to say, yeah, I would love more sex and here's kind of why I believe that or here's what makes me feel 
connected to you or, hey, here's my love language. Maybe it's touch and touch makes me feel super close to you and that makes me have a better energetic connection and spiritual connection to you. So then that influences, guess what? A healthier relationship and guess what? A better sex life. So get communicative, guys. Don't sit there and think that, oh yeah, we're just gonna give them, oh, go go get in shape. Cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, pretty fucking simple not fucking breaking the mold and guarantee you that's not a hundred percent, not even probably not even very close to a high percentage of actual true improving of a sexual relationship with somebody. So just remember that, but that's one I see constantly, constantly guys. The other thing is tap in to your ability to hold space and not meet the other person at their emotional state. This allows you for a better sex life in general because guess what? They actually feel seen and heard and supported and that's what women desire. They want to they want to feel like you actually are giving them the attention and giving them the emotional state and giving them the ability to open up to you and have their own vulnerability and feel like they're being held. If you can't do that, guess what goes out the window? Sex, because guess what you end up in? Fights, you end up in harsh conversations where you're not actually listening, you're not paying attention to her and you're having the vicious cycle of what you constantly have done before, which has set the relationship off in a negative trajectory. So when you improve communication, when you improve your ability to hold space, those two key components just in and of themselves will be more beneficial than the fucking plethora of stupid bullshit, superficial, how to improve your sex life shit that you get in magazine articles or on fucking, you know, website blogs or whatever. But the superficial stuff isn't going to get you anywhere, guys. Now, if you want that personally for yourself and it's part of who you are, that's a different level. That's called the next one, which I would believe would be number three, is establishing confidence. So if you say, hey, if I get in shape, I feel better, which most of you will. And if you say, oh, if I get in shape, I'm going to look better and therefore I'm going to have a higher opinion of myself, which most of you will. If we said that and then said you confidence is the way to have a better sex life, well, then I would agree. But that's not the prevailing theme. That's not what people like to say. Now, the fact of the matter is, when you improve your body image for the right reasons, not for toxic reasons, when you do it for the right reasons, you tend to have a higher level of confidence. You tend to actually see yourself in a better light and you give yourself the ability to feel like you're worthy of what you desire, okay? Get this through, worthy of what you desire because you are worthy of that. And in this vein of saying, yeah, I would prefer to get in shape because that's a personal, not a fucking thread that that transcends every single person, it's a personal goal that helps me to achieve confidence, then yes, Go and do that because confidence will show up in your relationship and allow you to have a better sex life, right? Confidence 
is a prevailing theme because it is attractive. People don't want to feel codependent. They don't want to feel like you have to be, you have to be with them. They don't want to feel like you have to have them or you need their validation to have a great relationship that people don't like that. What answer this in your own mind? If that weren't the truth, why are the best times of relationships always the beginning? I'll tell you why, because at that point, nobody is codependent. Everybody is independent in the relationship. And when you're independent, there's a sense of that confidence. There's that sense of not needing the other person. And therefore, both of you are highly more attracted to one another, which gets the steamy relationship that you all desire. So saying that, oh yeah, we just need to sit here and and uh, not have confidence is, or, or just, you know, get in shape because the fact that, you know, somebody tells us to, and that's going to improve sex life. No wrong. Get confidence. If that means getting in shape for you, cool. But that could mean so many different other things for people that could be somebody getting back to their favorite activity of say building cars. That could be somebody getting back to an activity of say playing a sport. It doesn't necessarily have to be go in the gym, get in shape, right? It can be so many different pieces. Now, like I said, caveat to this, I'm an advocate of that for numerous other reasons because I am a health nut. I love health, but it's not for improving your sex life. That's for improving your confidence and then improving your overall health. And the last piece I want to talk to this is be a fucking man. Now, if you're triggered by that, hear me out. I say be a fucking man because being a man who has his confidence in his own masculinity is highly attractive to women. Women want to be cared for. And this is coming from women who I know from my wife's business, from my wife herself, from our friends, women, even boss women, they want to have the ability to be cared for. They want the masculine to take over and be involved in the relationship. And so when I say be a man, this means actually taking confidence and saying, hey, we're going to go out to dinner tonight. I picked us a restaurant. We are going to do this. We're going to do that. And it's allowing them, it's allowing your, your partner to drop their masculine so they can be in their native feminine and allow them to be taken care of. They desire that. And guess what? That's highly attractive to them when you are taking care of them in that way, especially after they get out of their boss woman mode. So for all my brothers out there that are in relationships of boss ladies, they want to be nurtured, guys. They do want to be taken care of. And if you step into the masculine and you allow yourself to have confidence in the direction. Now get this because I'm going to get, I'm going to say this and you guys are going to be like, wow, okay, that can make a lot of sense. You can make a decision and it doesn't always have to be right. I will say this again. You can make a decision and it doesn't always have to be right. Making a decision 
is showing confidence in your ability to choose. And in that, the woman can release the masculine and allow you to take, take, take lead. And then whatever happens, you can become adaptable. Now, if she's not feeling like you being in the masculine that evening is super welcoming, she's going to let you know. All right. But if and majority of the time, this is the case when they step out of their role, whatever it is, whether it's being a boss lady, whether it's working mom, whether it's just being a businesswoman in general, when they're out of that role, majority of women are very open to you stepping up and being that masculine role for them because they want to sit in that feminine. They want to release the stress of the masculine role and you're naturally inclined to be in a masculine role. So make decisions, start to take, take authority in your life in a positive way. This doesn't mean dominating. This doesn't mean controlling just to control. And it means being flexible and adaptable. So ensuring that you're doing those things when you're being in the masculine role and you're being in the leading role, then you are going to open up the ability to have more and better sex because they are going to want to be taken by you as opposed to being taken by somebody who's sitting in their feminine. This is, this is why women sit out here and question, where are all the real men? Right. I get this question on, on a frequent basis. My wife has heard this question and it's because of the fact that more men are not complimenting women, even though women are in their boss mode, right? That's okay. But most men or more men are not complimenting women these days in taking the masculine role and women are feeling lost when they're out of say, for instance, their daily, um, business routine. So being open to doing this guys, and this takes a little bit of work. It takes some practice if you're not used to it, but I will tell you right now in the theme of this podcast episode in truly how to improve your sex life, you need to step into that masculine role because they are desiring that they want you to be that. And if you can choose to step into that, then you're going to have a much more involved sex life. All right, guys. These are four of what I believe to be the most actual underlying improvements for your sex life as opposed to the other superficial bull bullshit of what a lot of people are putting out there. All right, guys. And if you can latch on to these four and start to maneuver them into your life, start to implement them, start to test them out and see what you like and then what is maybe a little bit awkward and then how to improve that, you're going to see exponential improvements to your sex life, true improvements to your sex life regularly and more intense connected sex. So be there for that guys. If that's what you truly desire, re-listen to this episode, get into it and allow yourself to start exploring it. Don't just listen to it and not implement, explore this stuff in your life, put it in there a little piece at a time, try it out and then go from there and work it more and more into your life. So you can continue to improve that sex life you so desire. All right, guys. 
remember that we are putting on Activate Your Alpha. If you have not listened to one of the other podcasts before this, we have an event going on that is in Austin, Texas, May 26th through the 29th. It is a 72-hour event where we are putting you guys through pseudo-special operations training, something that I did and two of my other brothers from 2nd Ranger Battalion did as well. It is the rigors of Ranger training. We are putting you through that, but intermingled in all of this is also going to be deep, deep men's work. We are having the leadership from the Empowered Brotherhood out of Austin, Stefano Stefanos, Garen Jones, and Preston Smiles are joining us, combining forces, and we are creating Activate Your Alpha, where we are going to teach you guys how to truly embrace the man, the alpha that is inside of you. Now, whether or not you've ever seen him before is irrelevant. The fact that we are going to push you to the limits to find him, we're going to push you physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. You are going to depths you have never met before in yourself. I can promise that. So if you are interested in joining us for Activate Your Alpha in Austin, May 26th through the 29th, DM me at johnny.lsasser or email me at johnny at johnnylsasser.com. Let me know you're interested in Activate Your Alpha. Let's get on a call and let's talk about getting you guys to be part of this event. It is absolutely going to be a life changer. You are going to have the man you were when you showed up to Activate Your Alpha and you're going to have the man who left from Activate Your Alpha. This is going to be a distinct moment in your life. So go ahead, do do yourself a favor, come join us May 26th to the 29th for Activate Your Alpha and find that alpha within.